why not help out Cambridge 105 Radio by raising funds for us every time you do your shopping. With Easy Fundraising, it's easy. Easy Fundraising partners will donate part of what you spend to Cambridge 105 Radio and it won't cost you any extra. Choose from great brands like Amazon, John Lewis, Etsy, H&M and Screwfix. Sign up now at cambridge105.co.uk slash easy fundraising. Thank you. Cambridge Breakfast with Julian Clover. Cambridge 105 Radio. The Cambridge Night Climbers are a secretive group of students who spent their nights scaling the tops of the college buildings. A book was first written about them in the 1930s. Two decades later, John Bulmer, an engineering student, followed them into the rafters and took images of them. A new collection of his photographs has just been published and John Bormer joins me now. Uh, Good morning to you, John. Good morning. Can you hear me all right? I can indeed, coming through loud and clear, I'm pleased to say. Um, Take me back, if you will, to 1950s Cambridge. Uh, Where did you study? Well, I was an engineering student at King's College, Cambridge, uh, however, I wasn't a very good engineering student because I was spending more of my time taking photographs, which is what I really wanted to do with my life. And uh, I was working with a friend, Tim Green, on on doing some stories for magazines of various kinds. And uh, someone told us about these night climbers that uh, we'd never heard of before. And it sounded very interesting. So um, we thought we'd investigate a bit and... Uh, uh, they turned out to be a wonderful subject for photographs. Were, were they easy to track down? Did you just, or just have to ask around or to hang out at night and, uh, and, and try and see them? Well, we were introduced to one of them and we just kind of let it move from there and he introduced us, us to others. So um, we would go out at night, um, climb out of the college and climb into other colleges and, uh, and uh, take some photographs of them. And what sort of route would you go on? Would you set off, as you say, from one particular college? Was there a particular one that you would go from? Because presumably some some college windows or sort of tops are probably easier to get out of uh, than others. Yes, well, I, we would probably only take on one sort of job per in in a night. So we some of them I would photograph from the ground, and otherwise I, other ones I would have to get up onto the the roof. But um, we, we, we became involved with Life magazine, who Tim Green had worked with, and uh, they gave us a lot of these huge old-fashioned flash bulbs, like you see in old 1930s movies. Ah, oh, where they have the trilby and the flash goes off and uh, yeah. takes a shot yes, all around them, yeah. That's right, but I didn't put the flash on the camera. What I did was get myself to the right position, and usually with a small Leica and a wide-angle lens... And I would open the shutter and I would say fire to my colleague and he would fire the flash gun and then I would close the shutter. So it was what's called open flash photography. Gosh, so it would take, obviously it would take, by the sounds of things, it would take two of you in order to do it, in order, I guess simply because okay. it was dark, in order, in order to get the image you were looking for. That's right, yes. I mean, it, it, you obviously didn't want to draw more attention to oneself than than was needed. But you had to go out out of college, you had to get into where you were going, and that often meant climbing into a college over a number of vicious spikes. <laughs> and uh, we had to watch out for the proctors, which were like the university police, who used to sort of patrol the streets at night. And uh, there was one occasion when I was on top of some particularly vicious 
spikes and the someone shouted that the proctors were coming and I tried to get off in a bit of bit of a hurry and I still have a scar on my knee from that. Ouch. Um and and you, did you sort of work with the night climbers to the extent that they were telling you what route they might be going on on a particular evening so you could yes, make sure you were your colleague were in position? Yes, we were very careful not to push them into doing anything dangerous, but to wait for the invitations from them, really. It sounded pretty dangerous. Was there not one sort of famous leap they used to do across to the Senate House? Yes, there was. That was called the Senate House Leap. And um, we, we'd we never, by the we felt we'd finished the story virtually by the end of a, a Christmas term. And one night I was coming out of the Arts Theatre in Cambridge and one of the climbers came up to me and said, do you want to come and take a look at the leap tonight? And I said, yes, of course. And by then I only had one of these big flash bulbs left and I, I went into the Varsity, the university newspaper, to pick up a camera and a flash bulb and went down to the... There's a passage between Keyes College and the Senate House. And this this leap, you have to jump about seven feet horizontally and it's a bit further the other way, back onto the college. And, of course, it's serious because it's 40 feet high or something. If you fall off, you're done for. Uh, anyway, the, the the guy did his leap and I pressed the button on my camera and the flash bulb didn't go off. Oh. Uh, it was the only time out of you know probably a hundred flashbulbs that one had failed to to fire. Ah, it's always always the uh, way with these things. Terrible. And uh, a few seconds later, the the police turned up, um, and I don't know why, but uh, somebody tipped them off, and uh, I hid behind a column in Senate House passage, and within a short time they'd grabbed me and. Uh, there were six police cars on on the on the High King's Parade, but uh, fortunately, although they questioned me, they sent me off to the to the the, the 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 proctors, but they never managed to pin it on me. The actual sin of um, taking this picture. <laughs> Am I right in thinking you were eventually expelled from Cambridge? I was. Yes. What happened was um, a little while afterwards, the we sold one of the pictures to the Sunday Times newspaper, and it ran very large on the front page. This was a picture of of someone climbing up the window of King's Chapel, and although I I didn't put my name on it, the it caused a bit of a stir, and the college then solemnly announced that they thought I would fail my finals, and they sent me down. And this was only six weeks before my final exams. Oh dear, I, I guess it hasn't particularly, do, or didn't particularly do your career much much harm. I, I gather that, well, a number of things. You, When London was like having its swinging 60s thing going on, you, you headed to the north of Britain to, to catch um, a, a very different life. Yes, it was a very interesting time, a huge change in Britain, and all the industry was closing down. And the first story was actually a a contrast between um, Nelson and Lancashire, where all the mills were being closed, and Watford, which was booming and uh, was the home of the Teddy Boys. And and um, it was this town magazine. They wanted to do a story contrasting the two. And although Watford was interesting, to me, Nelson, which was the end of that industrial era, it was a really... It, it was exciting. It was like... It was exotic in the way that going to darkest Africa might be exotic. It was just an eye-opener. And um, I loved it, and it made great pictures. Mm-hmm. And from then on, I did a number of stories in different parts of the North uh, because it was just a different world. 
Mm. And you also, and this intrigues me a little bit, because you also spent some time, I think, at, as a war photographer. Where where do you go for this? Well, I, um, it, I mean, these sorts of things happen by accident. A mm. bit. I ended up in in uh, photographing the Brunei Revolt. This was in. Uh, I'd been. I was on my way back from Australia, and I'd went to North Borneo. And at that very moment, the Brunei re- Revolt took place, which is when the uh, Indonesians tried to invade uh, the oil-rich country of Brunei, which was a British protectorate. And that was probably the first. Um, and then I, I went to Cyprus for the Sunday Times newspaper at one point, and it, it, it so happened actually that Don McCullin turned up for the Observer, and it was. He was not. He hadn't been to a war before, and uh, and uh, I gave him a, a lift to the first battle, and so I ended up taking Don McCullin to his first war. Uh, but I, I just I realised soon that I wasn't in his category of war photographer because I certainly was not brave like he was. But I'm wondering though, you know, you climbed the roof of colleges around Cambridge, and that, quite frankly, is, is pretty dangerous as. As well, you know, it's um, you know, you could fall off a college roof, or or you could be shot by somebody. It's uh, it's, it's the same thing, kind of. Not quite, because on a college roof you can be careful, and if you're in a village where they're lobbing bazookas in, it's uh, it's a bit like Russian roulette. Yeah, no, I, I I guess so. Going back to Cambridge and sort of looking back over your photography career, did, did you ever? get a chance to speak to those who expelled you and you know show them some kind of catalog of your uh, of your work subsequently no i never have actually but the interesting thing is that the um uh, the cambridge magazine last year actually ran some of the pictures of night climbing which would have been inconceivable a few decades ago so they kind of colluded in the whole thing now although i i think it is still against all the rules yeah, no, I, I see um, on, on the, some, some of the sort of the, uh, the roof, there's an area uh, just off of East Road where you see uh, teenagers, uh, not students, but, but clearly clearly practising uh, that, that, that sort of uh, climbing. And it, and, it, and it is a thing, I think, uh, generally, both in and out, outside of Cambridge, although I have to say it, it's something I wouldn't be doing any time soon, that's for sure. No, well, nor would I. I mean, one of my... Our friends climbed up the window of King's Chapel just by holding on to the little metal bits that hold the windows together with his fingertips. Now, that is incredibly dangerous. I wouldn't in a million years be, <laughs> do something like that. No, certainly not. Well, look, John, pleasure to uh, to speak to you. I was mentioning this little book we mentioned at the start of it, uh, Night Climbers, Cambridge 1958, uh, by John Bulmer, is published by Café Royal. It's only £6.70, so, you know, it's it's worth seeing. I've seen some of the photographs. They they, they look wonderful, both sort of time pieces of uh, of, of time as well as um, no, being, being good photographs in, in themselves. Uh, John, thank you very much for speaking to uh, to Cambridge 105 Radio this morning. Thank you so much. That's, uh, that's John Bulmer, and that uh, takes us to 9.20. Cambridge 105 Radio.